Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93, WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Um, former Vice President Mike Pence is officially running for President of the United States. He's officially one of the candidates on the Republican side of the aisle. I think it makes sense uh, for the Vice President, the former Vice President, to run. Um, I, I don't have a lot to say uh, about uh, Pence right now. I think it'll be interesting to see how he conducts his campaign. I will play some of the audio, though, that he put up in the video announcing uh, his run. And I'm certainly aware. Uh, that many, many people in the WIBC uh, audience have a unique familiarity uh, with our former vice president. And what I, I guess I'll say one other thing before I hit play on the audio. Uh, what I do think is, is very interesting, and it's definitely a parallel that's happening with Chris Christie already, is that media, especially left-leaning media, uh, will give Pence a valuable platform in the hopes that Pence or Christie or anyone tears apart uh, Trump. Uh, Pence is not the kind of guy to do that the way that Christie's going to do it, uh, which means Christie's campaign is going to be awful and a failure like it usually is when he runs. Uh, Pence is very different in how he holds himself and how he conducts those conversations. So I, I will be uniquely intrigued by Pence and how he actually utilizes what will be a very willing platform, at least uh, during the primary part of this thing, um, to prop up what may or may not be a certain version of, and I'm not sure that I'm really expecting it, um, going after Trump. Uh, Left-leaning media is going to continue to prop up those voices right now uh, for whatever reason. Uh, you know the reason, uh, but I do think it's interesting. Here's a little bit from Pence. The land of opportunity, beacon of democracy, the shining city on the hill, land of the free, home of the brave the United States of America. As a son of the heartland, grandson of an Irish immigrant, those aren't just words. My family has lived the American dream. I had the great honor to serve in Congress as governor and as your vice president. And I'll always be proud of the progress we made together for a stronger, more prosperous America. But today, our country's in a lot of trouble. President Joe Biden and the radical left have weakened America at home and abroad. The American dream is being crushed under runaway inflation. Wages are dropping. Recession is looming. Our southern border is under siege, and the enemies of freedom are on the march around the world. Yeah, I will say that, um, first and foremost, and this is uh, Pence officially announcing he's running, uh, this is a, a valuable conversation for many politicians on the conservative side of the aisle to be having with the American people how terrible stuff is. And I, I referenced this earlier on in the show. Um, I was being serious. I, it might have sounded like a joke. I had a very long, um, I don't know if you want to call it an argument. Let, let's call it a, a discussion uh, with both a, a good buddy of mine on social media who was sending me some messages and talking, and then also a, a listener to another radio thing I did uh, that I like. The listener's nice. We have uh, longer form chat sometimes uh, behind the scenes on my social media pages. And it was essentially what Pence is getting at here. Um, and here's my take on it. I'm, I'm a 30-something millennial. And I think what's very interesting in the world of politics today 
is how many young voters are overwhelmingly the most disproportionate block of voters to vote Democrat and not conservative. And what's unique about the generation of young voters we have now is they vote. Um, you've often heard, probably a lot of people have heard, and this might be a, a rant few people care about today, but darn it, I feel like it's aligned with what Pence is saying, so I'm going here. Um, but you've probably often heard that when you're younger, if you have a heart, you wind up voting uh, democratically. And then as you get older, if you have, well, a brain, you wind up becoming a conservative. A lot of people go through that transition at some point in their lives. Um, and so I do think it's interesting that there's some sentiment that, you know what, we just can't win. Uh, there's young 20-something, um, very far to the left people who just aren't going to be uh, winnable votes and who are going to show up and, and go to the polls and, and cast ballots uh, for all different kinds of reasons. And this is what I was arguing about with my uh, buddy and with uh, the listener is I don't think that's true. I think that if you stuck to the simple message of what's going on, what's broken, how bad it's going, and what could be done to make it better, I think you'd reach a whole lot of independent, a lot of voters, because here's the thing. Biden has done such a terrible job, such a uniquely bad job, and is so um, bad as far as the likelihood of, of what it would look like as he continues to be a mentally declining human who's running our country, uh, that I think a lot of people could actually beat the current president of the United States. I don't think you need just um, former President Trump and the power that he wields with some to do it. I think anyone running on the conservative ticket should be able to beat a Biden because of how terrible stuff is. And I think the only way that, say, left-leaning media or, or um, Democratic politicians will convince a bunch of young people to continue voting the way that they're used to voting is to convince them that somehow something going on on the other side of the aisle is much worse. It's, it's terrible. Uh, it's, you know, the boogeyman and you got to vote against it because there's no way you can actually beg people to vote for what we've been going through, uh, how expensive daily lives are, how expensive um, rent, uh, for example, is, especially if you're a younger person who doesn't own a house yet. There's a litany of issues that are easy wins and a bunch of them just touched on by the former vice president there, uh, even with a young person who uh, predominantly has voted one-sided. And in 2022, uh, when you dive into the, the data, uh, far and away, the only voting block that just insanely went Democratic and not um, uh, conservative, at least uh, as far as age is concerned, was young voters, voters in their um, 20s to maybe up to uh, early, early 30s. And so I think it's an intriguing message. I think a few different candidates are saying, I think Trump is saying it uh, now more than uh, maybe he had in the past. I don't know. Uh, but I, I do think it's a winning message to talk about how broken stuff is and how we need to get back to having things that didn't cost so freaking much. A uh, quick break, a lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.